Hey, Life Group leaders. Welcome to the Life Group Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Roy, and I want you to know that I have been praying for you and for your groups, as well as your families, during this stressful time we are in. We are entering our third week of doing Life Groups Online. While I know there have been some challenges for some with getting online and it has been kind of a learning curve, I believe that overall it is going well. I have heard from some of you and what I'm hearing is very encouraging. Thank you for enduring through this difficult season. We're also entering week four of our current series, See Like Jesus. I hope that you have been able to watch the live stream videos of the Sunday services and that you've found the, the weekly study guides engaging. Beginning with week two, the study guide took on a different look. The icebreaker and reflecting on the sermon sections remained, but the digging deeper section was replaced by an expanded reflecting on the readings section. In this section, I took a portion of the scripture readings from each day of the reading plan and created some questions to reflect on based on that portion of scripture. The reason for this change is that the study guide is being made available to everyone regardless of whether, they, whether or not they are in a life group. This gives them some questions each day to use as a part of their daily devotions. In groups, it is not necessary that you go through all of these questions. I would recommend doing the icebreaker, then spend as much time as needed reflecting on the sermon. If you have time to do more, pick one, two, or maybe three of the daily questions, have someone read the scripture referenced, and then do the questions. At the beginning of your group meeting, spend a little time just conversing. That will give time for any latecomers to join the meeting before you officially begin it. Make sure to leave time at the end of the meeting for prayer. One suggestion for the prayer time, especially if you have a fairly large group, is to use the breakout rooms feature in Zoom. This allows you to split the group into smaller groups in a virtual breakout room where they can pray for each other. When you're ready to reconvene the group, you can send them a message to return to the main room. If you'd like to learn how to use this feature, go to the Zoom website, zoom.us, and click on support to go to the Zoom Help Center. Type breakout rooms in the search bar and a list of suggested items will appear. Click on the one called Getting Started with Breakout Rooms and watch the video. I'm not going to go through the study guide as I have in the past, but before I close this podcast in prayer, I'd like to share something from the Word that I hope might be an encouragement to you. Storms are an inevitable part of life. Sometimes we can see them coming, but there are times such as the one we're in now with the COVID-19 outbreak when they take us by surprise, seemingly coming out of nowhere. But here's the thing. Although we may not see it as we are fighting against the wind and the waves that are tossing us to and fro, the storms we face in life serve a purpose. They help us to see that no matter what storms we face in life, Jesus is right there with us, ready to help us to look past the wind and the waves. God's Word tells us in Isaiah 43, verse 2, 
that he will be with us through deep waters, that when we go through rivers of difficulty, we will not drown. Jesus always comes to us in the storms of life. When things look bleak, when hope is all but gone, he's always there, just waiting for us to reach out and take hold of his hand. In Matthew 14, the disciples are in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, heading toward Capernaum. Jesus is not with them, having stayed behind to pray. While the disciples are making their way across the water, a stormy gale kicks up and the disciples find themselves fighting against the wind and the waves. But as they do, Jesus comes to them walking on the water. Jesus is walking right through their storm. Jesus had already shown the disciples that he had dominion over the storms of life when he calmed a storm, which we can read about in Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 to 27. And now he was once again showing them that the storm they faced was no match for him as he walked to the disciples' boat on the surface of the water, waves, wind, and all. Peter was the first one to get it although he apparently still had some doubts as he said, Lord, if that's really you, command me to walk on the water toward you. And when Jesus did just that, Peter took that step out of the boat, set his eyes on Jesus, and walked on the water towards his Lord, forgetting about the wind and the waves that still surrounded him. When the storms of life begin to swirl around us, our first reaction may be to look to Jesus and, with some doubt in our hearts, pray, Lord, if it's possible, help me to walk through this storm I'm facing. And then, like Peter, we set our eyes on Jesus and begin to make our way through the storm. But here's the thing. As Peter walked toward Jesus, he took his eyes off his Lord and began to focus on the storm. Why? Well, maybe there was a sudden bolt of lightning or a loud crash of thunder that pulled Peter's eyes off Jesus and set them on the storm that was still raging around him. Whatever caused Peter to once again focus on the storm and not on Jesus doesn't really matter. What matters is the result. When Peter began to allow the storm to become his focus, he began to sink. When we're facing a storm in life, as long as we keep our eyes and our minds focused on Jesus, he will help us to walk through that storm. The storm may still be there, but he will help us through it. But when we allow doubts to creep in, when the storm once again grabs our attention, just as it did Peter, the storm will begin to pull us down. But there's good news. As Peter began to sink into the waters of the Sea of Galilee, he called out for Jesus to save him. And as he did, the hand of Jesus reached out and pulled Peter back up. And here's the best part. Jesus didn't pick Peter up and carry him to the boat. Jesus didn't get in the boat first and then pull Peter in. Holding onto Peter's hand, Jesus walked Peter through the storm and back into the boat. In the midst of our storms, if we let doubts and fear creep in and pull our focus off Jesus, all we need to do is call out to him. He'll take us by the hand and he will walk us through the storm.
In John 16, verse 33, Jesus told us, Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. We will face storms in our lives. We are all facing one right now. But when we look past the wind and waves and focus on Jesus in the midst of those storms, we can take heart. Jesus has overcome the world, and he will help us to overcome those storms. I hope that these words somehow encourage you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you in this difficult time we are in, and we ask that you be with us as we walk through this storm. Help us to keep our eyes focused on you and not on all that's going around us. Lord, I pray for these group leaders, for their groups, and for their families, and I ask that you protect them from this virus that is affecting so many around the world. Keep them safe and healthy, Lord. I thank you that even though we can't be together in person, that we are still able to connect with each other online. Help us to lift each other up and to encourage each other. I pray that you will use each of us and our church to be beacons of light, shining forth the hope that comes from you. I pray all of these things in your name. Amen. God bless you and keep you. Have a great time in groups this week.